Hi, I'm Jill from Michigan. I'm Jenny from Wisconsin. Welcome back to our podcast, Creepy Sue. Where we discuss all things creepy. Paranormal. True crime. Spiritual. With a side of bullshit. Good evening. Good evening. How you are? <laughs> I is. I is. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I I got something I want to say. Um, okay. Okay. Last week when we were recording, and mm-hmm. thank you again, Rachel, because that that was fun. It was. But Roy had come in, and you <laughs> saw. You saw me, I was laughing. Mm-hmm. Like I was not at all angry, but I, and I don't normally listen to the episodes, Yeah. but I was listening to this one and I was like, oh my God, I sound like such a fucking bitch. Like the way I was, the way I was like, get the fuck out. But you saw me, I was laughing, but that did not pick up <laughs> that I was <laughs> laughing. So I just wanted to say like, it was my husband and he knew I was kidding because even after I listened to it, I'm like, were you offended? He was like, no. So <laughs> I just wanted to apologize if it came off as me being an utter bitch because Joe is that- not a husband abuser in that way. <laughs> in that way. <laughs> so I like ever since I listened, I was like, I have to say something on the next one because it just sounded so terrible. And I just don't want anyone to think like I like your abusive man beater, right? That I speak to Roy in that tone all the time because I don't like ever. She's usually just flipping him the bird as she's passing through the room. Yeah, nope that that's my son. Oh yeah, that's right. As he's coming down the stairs, you just flip him as you're going to the kitchen. Yep, and he flips back, so it's 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 a thing. And a friend of his, he he works at a school. And he has a younger sibling. So like to get away from young children, he comes here and he'll, and well, my son works third shift. So like when my son goes to work, he's got the upstairs to himself. He could, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And we don't care. He's quiet. Um, I also do it with him now. (laughs) Yeah. So. That, that's the uh, Jill greeting is just flipping the bird as she's walking by. <laughs> yep. That's too funny. Too well, funny. and it started because I didn't know he was here. Oh, and he came down I thought, and, my, thought he was... and uh, like I sit with my back to the stairs. So I Don't hear, I hear what I think is my son coming down. So I automatically like do the flip over the shoulder. Cause that's what we do. And I turn around and it's him and he's doing it back. I'm like, fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. Fair. So, but I, I did just want to like lay that out there that it sounded horrible and I apologize if that offended anybody. I was not upset with him. Actually, when I said like the last time, get the fuck out, he was 
doing a gesture that wasn't clean. And I was like, before this goes any further, like. I'm not going to guess at what the gesture was, but I love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. um, Yeah, I listened and I was like, oh my God, that's so cringy. And actually, at one point, I even told Rachel, like, I want to delete it, edit that out, and then <laughs> re-upload it. Um, so I'm thinking now would be a good time to um, make a uh, comment about my friend Rocky, <laughs> who is living in the top of my closet and in between the floor spaces. Um, I'm pretty sure at this point it's a flying squirrel. Um, because he has a wide bushy tail, a very prominent white belly, and I'm not entirely sure of his coloring because he's a fast little fucker. Um, and I don't have a clue what his eyes look like because he don't look at me. He just runs. Um, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah, he's, he's up in there again. I can hear him. Um, so if you hear random little noises, that, that's my friend Rocky. However, if you hear something that sounds like a train or um, like a death rattle, that would be my son snoring behind me. <laughs> yeah, he, he can get pretty loud. He can, he can. Um, and unfortunately, with the headset that I use, some of the background noise of my room has a tendency to pick up very well. So I apologize. (laughs) I'm not murdering anybody. We were just talking about that before we hit record. So yeah, that's. um, Now, I know you have a recommendation that goes with the episode. So do you want to do yours later? I will do mine later if you want to do yours now, though. Okay, so let me start by saying I know I had an assignment this weekend and I forgot to do it before that. So I I can't, I can't speak on that, but I had a vendor event this past weekend and I don't know if it was just like, I shared it, my daughter shared it, but there was no foot traffic. So I made $0, but I did not, I spent more, I spent more than $0. Um, And I don't know if anyone's ever heard of these, but they're called ear seeds. And what they are is they're, they're these little tiny, tiny ass patches that, you know, like a foot has the flexology chart, like certain areas correspond with parts and organs. Mm -hmm. well your ear apparently has the same thing Mm -hmm. and now Roy has a really bad back I have really bad back I've had back surgery so I bought bought these things and they're called ear seeds and they're little patches that go in different areas depending on where you need them and I put them on yesterday and I'm not going to say I'm 100% better but I'm going to go with 95. Like I can actually touch my toes now and not cry. (laughs) Like that's a massive improvement. 
yes. And okay, here here's here's the okay. I bought mine from a vendor at this thing. So of course the price is gonna be bumped up a bit. And I get that. I'm helping out a small business. I totally understand that. I was there to do the same thing. Um now I spent $25 for 120 of these little ear seeds. Um, and they, they're supposed to last three to five days. Now I took a shower today and they're not even like peeling or anything. They, they're, it's stuck. So I thought, Amazon, I looked at Amazon. Now I paid $25 for 120 of them with the little tweezers that you take off and apply them with and all that $25. You can buy 420 plus the tweezers on Amazon for $8.99. Nice. So I will be getting more and that's where I'll be getting them from is Amazon. <laughs> um, Good choice. And then of course the ones for Amazon, because the ones I bought were specific kits. There was like an insomnia one, back pain, sciatica, uh, a kit for kids. Um, There's one for weight loss. I took a peek at them. Yeah, they like, and the ones for $8.99 have like an all over body flexology chart where mm -hmm. this one was just specific to a certain area which is fine. That's what I bought it for. But even that same kit on Amazon is only 12 something. <laughs> so I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> like that's, that's I got a pretty steep markup. Yeah, I got hosed. But hey, the way I see it, if it works, and for me it does. Like I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Now I do have a little bit of now, my husband put them in. He said, yeah, they're, they were comfortable. I didn't feel nothing. Now me, I feel like, you know how you get that sting when you first get your ears pierced? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it feels like. And then you're supposed to push them like every few hours for a few seconds. And Is he I, doing that? Maybe that's the issue. He, he, he was doing it. Okay. But, and it was helping him. But he also put his in the wrong spot. But it was still helping them so yeah okay next time you get to apply his patches that's what i said i said i will do it next time um and i don't know if it's just maybe the spot they're in but i do think tonight i am going to take them off because they do hurt yeah i was thinking about it i don't know that i would be able to do it because if they're that sticky, it's got to have some type of really good adhesive. Yeah. I have issues with adhesive. Uh, Band-aids are not my friend, but I need Band-aids sometimes because of my rash. So it always works out wonderfully. I'll start with the rash in a specific area. I'll put the Band-aid on the rash heels in the spot where the cloth patches, and then I get a rash around it where the adhesive is unbanded yeah you you might have issues with these things like i said i took a shower and they're not peeling or nothing but now speaking of band-aids no shit um we're gonna talk about rachel no shit <laughs> rachel i need a band-aid 
Rachel actually today gave me a little first aid kit for my bag. Nice. But that's not okay. Remember her cute little kitty? Mm-hmm. It got scared and like scratched her face and her lip. Oh, so no. she she used like the liquid bandage. Yeah. So she's got so poor Rachel. And and it was she got scared. Rachel's phone fell over, scared Luna, oh. and Luna took off. But you know, Across her face. Got Rachel. Yeah, got her in the cheek and then got her lip. Mm. Poor thing. So, I don't know who I feel worse for, the cat or Rachel. Kind of a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Luna got scared. And then, because, well, my first thought was, you know, because of how she is, I thought, you know, she's just being an asshole that attacked her. But no, she got scared. <laughs> That's too bad. So, yeah, that's, um, so do you have anything exciting coming up this week? Um, not so much. I'll be back at the crystal shop tomorrow, or at least that's my plan for right now. Um, I was supposed to have gone yesterday. Well, yesterday was kind of like our first big snow. Um, and so I went, yeah, nope. <laughs> Yeah, you know anybody who lives you know in areas where it snows those first couple of snows everybody's like no I'm not going anywhere it's yeah. snowing I'm the same so I get um <laughs> so I had decided not to go to the shop but I did go on live um and my first person in the live was the girl from the crystal shop and she's nice. like why are you not here Aww. I was like, because it's really crummy out, and I figured there wouldn't be anybody in. She's like, okay, fair. She's like, I've had three people. Mm. I was like, well, there you go. Um, but I did look at the weather earlier today, um, and it's supposed to snow all the way through Friday for us. Yeah, we got snow like through the weekend so yay yeah um I gotta fix my boot my my one boot lost its heel um so my initial thought was hot glue it girl what hot okay I don't sew at mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. um my mom could sew anything and, mm -hmm. and did I don't sew well I had that wedding last week and I bought a dress and it's kind of form-fitting and I'm I'm chunky like cottage cheese so I have like one of those like the shaper things mm -hmm. and I went to put it on and I noticed one of the seams were ripped not just a little bit like it was like a good four or five inches like <laughs> rocky yeah um and i think he sits on like the top of one of the boxes up there because like i have games and stuff i think he sits up there and watches me and waits till i'm not paying attention and then does something to make a bunch of noise to make me jump <laughs> that could be yeah um so i went to get i no my, last minute bullshit 
Um, I didn't find out until just a couple days before this wedding that I was even in it, first of all. Yeah. Oh, you were in it. I thought you were just attending. Yeah. Right. Well, she met, she messaged me and she's like, I got you a wrist corsage. And I'm like, what? I'm just, and I'm like, oh, well, well, that was, that was nice of you. And I said something else and she was like, well, you're my matron of honor. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, that's something you should know way prior. (laughs) I didn't even find out about the wedding until Tuesday. Oh, Jesus. They got married on Friday. You should know by Wednesday. I didn't know until Thursday night that I was matron of honor. Well, she was like, it's a a small wedding, blah, blah, blah. Will you be my person? I just thought she meant like, you know, because we've been friends forever Mm -hmm. that, you know, and it, it, it was okay so it was really cold and windy on friday so i i don't have any winter dresses so i take off i go to first a couple consignment shops they had nothing and so then my next thought was i'm gonna go to tj maxx i'm not a tj maxx shopper i do like tj maxx no i it's not that i don't mind tj maxx they just never like i always see all these like videos and shit of oh look at the what you can find at tj maxx i never find that shit at tj maxx yeah i went there i I grabbed two different dresses and i'm like shit i don't really have time to try them on and all that shit so i just brought them both home tried them on here let roy pick which one looked better one was like a spaghetti strap and i'm thinking it's gonna be cold but it was super cute i ended up taking that one back Anyway, I go to put on the thing and I notice it's ripped. I grab my hot glue gun. I glue the seam. Perfect. Fine. I hot glue everything. I don't sew shit. Need to know. My coat really needs new pockets. Hot glue guns. It's got um, the material that is like this really thin, silky stuff. Um, And in fairness, my coat came to me with a ripped pocket. Mm -hmm. I was very disappointed with that. The other pocket, however, was about an inch big because someone had missewn and sewed straight across the center of the pocket. So I had to rip it. Um, so I tried re-sewing it by hand. One day I'm sitting at work, you know, me and me, me and me. <laughs> well, you are a Gemini, so. <laughs> Very true. Me, myself, and I are sitting at work, bored out of my mind. And I decided... I'm going to pull up my little sewing kit because I keep a little sewing kit. I can sew small, you know, things if I need to. Um, and so I'm, like, I'm going to fix my damn pockets. So I'm sitting there and just do, 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 sewing away. Within two days, they were ripped right back out again. Um, I can't even put my phone in my pocket because it just goes straight through. Yikes. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I should rephrase that. I can, so I choose not to. Like. Fair. It sucks. Yeah. I, I've had just so uh, oogie boogie a couple of times and he's he's got more holes like for as much as i paid for this damn thing at pumpkin fest i should not have to be doing surgery on him already right so yeah so we get to today's topic huh sorry sorry you didn't finish your story oh was that your story um, well i was just gonna like big thing i had this weekend is tattoo the lover's card no <laughs> no um i had to switch it now i'm disappointed uh not at you at him me too there was a little bit of a price jump in what i was originally quoted to what it was so there was another one that i wanted just as in fact it was like a constant which one should i get which one so i'm still getting one i want mm-hmm. um but the other one's just going to have to wait. The lover's car is going to have to wait a little bit. So what are you getting? It's, it's like a broom and it's got like little dots. I'm, they remind me like, I don't know. And then it's got like the triple moons and it's got a crescent moon. It's super pretty. Like okay. I'm excited. I can't wait. So, oh and I'm, God. I'll be getting it like, right here on my forearm so i'm pretty excited i'm excited for you can i get you to get a tattoo for me (laughs) i've been told i'm not allowed to get any more yeah that wouldn't fly with me (laughs) do you see his face do i look happy about that So my thought, it would be really cool to get a hand with like the Hamza on the palm, but holding some tarot cards. That would be cool. And I don't know where it would, honestly, I would probably put it on this wrist. Um, My right wrist, I have my broken heart with wings and sword that I drew myself. And then I would put the hand with the cards on the other wrist yeah um i i now roy would prefer i not get any more but he like when i tell him like i have an appointment for a tattoo sunday he's like what are you getting and originally it was going to be that one and and he was all for it he he liked that one Mm -hmm. and like i told him like yeah i'm not getting that one now i'm getting this one he was like all right so, and I said, but yeah, I will be getting over that aversion. Uh, honestly, I, I think his is more dictated by someone else's opinion. Who mm. I get zero, zero fucks about. Gotcha. Um, yeah. See, my husband's two, two of his sisters, um, they are half whole trunk. Um, they're both essentially covered in tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have any face ones. Um, I think they might have like a couple small ones on the neck, but nothing huge or anything like that on the neck. Right. Um, however, the one has a huge heart. 
like you can see the valves and all of that and it, it's really freaking awesome um right on the top of her chest and she got a very ample chest um but it's really cool and yeah so she's got she's probably got the most um she was actually my maid of honor and the other sister um she has quite a bit as well um so yeah and he has one one which is a bulldog on his forearm um for mac trucks okay and he always said that he regretted it so hmm. like well do you love mac trucks do you dislike mac trucks now he's like no like okay so then why do you regret it he's like well i don't know i just think it looks kind of stupid now like, well, it has a symbolism and meaning to you so i don't understand why right so um but, yeah. i have i have several and all the ones i have have some sort of meaning to me like i have one that Roy's got a matching one. And that was like a spur of the moment thing. I'm like, let's get a matching tattoo. He said, okay. So then we <laughs> scrolled through and found some matches and we agreed on this one and he got it. And then my best friend and I, we have a matching one. And then like my new, my latest one that I got back in June-ish, um, mm -hmm. me and um, my daughter has the matching one. Um, cause we've always talked about getting matching tattoos and we finally decided on one. And then I've got the one on my thigh that is for my parents. My mom collected teapots. My dad was a projectionist. So it's a teapot like in the pouring position, but instead of pouring out like liquid, it's spilling out a film strip. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So I've got the one on my forearm. Um, which, you know, has rather significant meaning to me. Obviously, it's a broken heart. Um, I do have native blood in me. I don't know what kind of native blood. Um, I do feel that I have a connection there somehow. I just, because of how my dad's side of the family was, it's not able to be traced. Okay. Um, like we can't trace it back to a specific tribe because um, they were Mormon. So multiple wives in multiple areas, gotcha. that kind of thing. Um, a lot of name changing, stuff like that. So we can't adequately trace it back. Um, so I've got the tribal on my back, um, goes shoulder to shoulder. It's full top half of my back um but it's just the outline um because the guy who did it really sucked at doing it um and i think he had gone over it five times holy fuck yeah he had started with a single needle mm. okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. um so that, that's as far as that went um but I do have five roses within each of the bottom sections um, for, at that time, each of my five children. Um, so I have to add a couple more to that <laughs> if I were ever to get it completed. Um, and then on 
my left breast, I have my pentacle with rose for my grandma. Okay. So, um, my birthday is June 10th and hers was June 15th. Okay. So we had uh, that birthday connection. So oh, and, sorry, and the, the flower for June is rose. Yep. That's where my rose comes from. So, and she's the one who started me upon my, you know, kind of witchy journey with her holistic stuff. So, yep, I have wings on my back. One says mom, one says dad. I eventually would like to get those maybe a little bit bigger. And now that I have a really nice tattoo to honor my parents, who ironically hated tattoos. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would get them. I don't know. Bigger, covered. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. Apparently, the angel wings on the back of the shoulder is a very common tattoo seen in prison. Mm. Um, I've had these. Oh, shit. Like, probably 13 years now. Yeah, I got my first one, which was my chest. Um, I got that when I was 18. It was the year my grandma passed. No, one month after my mom passed. Now, anyone that knows me knows my favorite singer on the planet is Gary Allen. Um, and I have his logo on my arm. And that is the one tattoo my husband hates. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's so skeptical about you getting tattoos. <laughs> um, I mean, it wasn't my first tattoo. Uh, it was probably my third or fourth. Yeah. But yeah. So <laughs> quick announcement. Um, I have created our YouTube channel. It has been created. And now we're we just got to, yep, we're getting there. So um i'd like to find a way to make it like maybe private um okay let's just, make it public well i just kind of wanted to give like our listeners that we currently have like an option to like see it and kind of give us some feedback on it if that makes sense but yeah that's all shit we can work out at another time yeah my worry is that once you make it private you won't be able to make it public yeah that's that's what i was telling you earlier that's where i'm gonna have to um kind of get my son involved in helping me okay makes sense so yeah my only other announcement is that Yesterday was my son's parent-teacher conference, and he is so articulate and such a good reader that uh, his teacher nominated him for the speaking and reading portion of his Christmas concert. That is so awesome. I thought so, too. I was actually talking to his dad about it today, and he sounds, you know, super proud. 
of course, um, I was like, you know, I never got invited to that part. I never got nominated. I always wanted to do that part. <laughs> so I'm super proud of the fact that he has been. Well, good, good for him. Good for you, mom. You're doing well, good. Yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> <clears throat> it wasn't me. So on that note, um, our topic. <laughs> yes, let's get into it. I'm kind of excited about it. Really? Yes. I, I was kind of worried that the topic would be, um, I don't want to say off color, but, you know, kind of met with resistance. I mean, maybe, but I also think a lot of our listeners are pretty open. True, true. You know, because we do. Because we do what yeah. we do. Yeah, we do what we do. And we are who we are. So there's yeah. that. That's true. That's true. We do have some awesome listeners, very open-minded people. So my topic for today, the Satanic Bible by Anton LaFay. Um, and the reason I chose this topic is because I've had uh, Satanism, um, demonologists and things like that brought up to me several times in like the past month or so, obviously because of Halloween um, and things like that. And so I just thought, okay, it would be interesting to check this out. And my husband has actually read it um, along with a field guide that he had found um, with, so it's the field guide to fairies and demons. He couldn't tell me who the author was because he forgot. <laughs> But um, he had read them both um, just strictly for the knowledge of it, because he is one of those people where if he hears of something, he needs to know about it. So and I'm not entirely sure what brought him to this particular book, but it, it was. Um, so this particular book that he had read, I believe was the first one. Um, in the series of books that he had written. He has also written numerous others, such as Satanic Rituals, The Satanic Witch, The Devil's Notebook, The Complete Witch, or What to Do When Virtue Fails, um, The Anarchist Yearbook, and there is another book that is a compilation of various essays and things that LeBay had put out, which is called Satan Speaks. Um, the Satanic Bible was actually first printed in 1969. Um, <coughs> I wasn't able to get my hands on an actual copy of it without purchasing it. Um, and if we do have any listeners who are Levian Satanists, uh, I'm sorry, but I, I don't uh, wish to partake of that. However, I, after doing this research, I can understand the appeal. Um, so one of the very first things that it says in this book is Satan doesn't exist. Um, they don't believe in so much of like um, the Satan or Satan and demons as an actual entity. 
um, but they're kind of similar to atheists in a way. Um, and it's more so about building upon oneself. Basically, the idea and premise is. Well, you okay over there? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, that you can do pretty much whatever you feel like doing, so long as you are not harming anyone or that you are not stopping anyone else from doing what they want to do. So, and yeah, makes sense. Um, and one of the chapter heads over in the UK wanted to make a very big point. Uh, they don't drink each other's blood, um, you know, because of diseases and things like that. Nobody wants to catch anything. Fully understandable. <laughs> Jill's messing with her things. I, I got to take this out and I'm trying to be as quiet as I can about it. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I got to take this off my ear. It's with my headset. It's fucking bugging me. Understandable. Um, so that, that's kind of their big thing. They don't do um, sacrifices or anything like that. They're not going to sacrifice babies, small children, none of that. Um, it's more so that the Levian Satanists are kind of going against or are countering um, what is predominantly here in the U.S. where specific religion, a specific religion, um, is kind of taking over our government and our laws and is kind of becoming the cornerstone of everyday life for a lot of people um, without even realizing it. And in the United States, we're supposed to have freedom of religion. We definitely do not have that. No. Um, and in fact, that specific religion is one of the major driving points against other religions. Um, and heaven forbid you be um, pagan, Muslim, you know, what have you. Because if you come out as that, they're going to come against you. Um, mm -hmm. There is one particular um, chapter head who was, again, from the UK. Um, he had a friend who was making a movie um, in regards to Satanism and had been asked to help out and kind of give advice and direction as far as the rituals and things like that involved in it. And he's like, well, I, of course I knew, you know, what they were and things like that. He's like, so I said I would help. Unfortunately, um, because he had said that he would help and was actually like on set and attempting to help, he had death threats coming from multiple sources and um, basically religious groups. And in fact, one of those groups was even the KKK. And this was a white guy. Um, so yeah, yeah, even the KKK was threatening violence against him. Um, and because of it, he had to have bodyguard, had to wear uh, bulletproof vest, things like that. Um, nothing 
actually came of it, but there was still that threat there just because he helped out with something he knew about. So that's kind of sad to me. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> in the specific satanic Bible, um, the 1967 version, there is 11 satanic rules of the earth. And to be honest, I don't think there is a single one of our listeners who could say that they would not agree with these rules. So one is don't give opinions or advice unless you are asked. Mm. Like that, that's just a straight rule. Um, and I know I try not to, um, I'm sure I do it with my friends, um, more than other people, but I I do my best not to give advice where it's not warranted. Um, don't tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. So, I mean, that's fair. Basically saying don't, don't bitch to any random stranger. Makes sense. Um, when in another's lair, show him respect or don't go there. That is also fair. You know, fair. I mean, you, you wouldn't go to your cousin's house and just completely and utterly disrespect him in his own house. You know, if you did, you would probably never speak to that person again. Probably. Um, if a guest in your lair annoys you, Treat him cruelly without mercy. Fair. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, if you're going to come in my space and you're going to talk shit to me, going down. Um, do not make sexual advances unless you are given a signal to do so. I really like that one um, because we actually have a couple of people at work. Um, They work on the floor and they consistently jump from person to person hitting on all of the women on the gaming floor. Um, One has a specific type of person that he likes. And so he will jump from one to the next to the next. And that is about all he does. Hmm. Yeah. And there is women who have actually changed their hair color to get him to stop. Wow. That's how bad it has gotten. And without saying a name or anything like that, this person is a department head. Yeah. Very not cool. Um, So the next one, don't take that which doesn't belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and they cry out to be relieved. (laughs) Okay. I mean, that, that sounds fair. You know, you, you don't steal from unless someone is, you know, complaining. You know, this thing is annoying me. I don't know how to fix it. I don't know what to do with it. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, I'll take it. Um, 
don't complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. And, you know, again, that's just, you know, kind of don't put your nose in other people's business. Basically is what that one sounds like. Um, and this one, definitely, there is no one that is going to argue with this one. Do not harm little children. I can't see anybody um, arguing that one. Exactly. Or this do not kill non-human animals unless attacked or for your food. It's fair. Yep. So, I mean, that one right there basically covers no sacrifices. Right. So it's one thing if you're going to then eat it, you know, but I, I don't know how all that works. I'm going to be honest here. I did not look into the rituals and things like that um, because, you know, I'm not interested in that. Um, but there are rituals that, you know, there's a whole book of them. But yeah, we're not going that far. We ain't spiraling down that rabbit hole. Right. <laughs> uh, when walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask them to stop. If they don't, destroy them. <laughs> I, I don't know how you would exactly destroy a person, you know, out in the open, but, you know, whatever, to each their own. Personally, I'm just going to walk the hell away. <laughs> uh, and another here is acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it in success, you will lose all that you obtained. So, and yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Basically saying, give credit where credit's due, be a decent human being. Oh, sorry, I got Rocky stuck on my screen. <laughs> on my computer. <laughs> um, and so to go with that, there are also nine satanic sins. Can you guess what the first sin is? No. Stupidity. <laughs> Stupidity. You had to wash it off this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was something else when I got up today. <laughs> I, I was like, I gotta go take a shower and wash off the stupid. <laughs> and she's like, I'm gonna need a lot of soap. <laughs> yeah. So naturally my comeback was, I don't know if they make enough soap. <laughs> Yeah, I it was a, a lot of stupid that I was just something else this morning. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious though. I I was also you know quite wired this morning as well. My coffee was delicious. <laughs> yeah, my mine was very good. I talked about my lip. I <laughs> I don't even know. I don't want to know. Okay, so stupidity is the first one. What is the second one? <laughs> Well, hold on. There's more to it. Oh, okay. um, 
So yeah, it's too bad the stupidity isn't painful. It says ignorance is one thing, but our society thrives on increasingly on stupidity. I'm, I'm going to say fair. Uh, it depends on people going along with whatever they are told. The media promotes a cultivated stupidity as a posture that is not only acceptable, but laudable. Satanists learn to see through the tricks and cannot afford to be stupid. Which, that, that's very accurate, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I even see it at my workplace. You know, we have inmates running the asylum because someone else is being stupid and is blindly doing what they are being told. Um, and therefore, that particular person is tying the hands of the supervisors. And so, yeah, second shift. Inmates running the asylum. I know that feeling. So the second is pretentiousness. Hmm. Empty posturing can be most irritating and isn't applying the cardinal rule of lesser magic on equal footing with stupidity or what keeps the money in circulation these days. Everyone's made to feel like a big shot, whether they can come up with the goods or not. I mean, that actually kind of goes along with fake it till you make it. Yeah. So I'm totally going to butcher this word. Just warning you. Okay. Uh, solipsism? S-O-L-I-P-S-I-S-M. I'm yep. just going to agree. <laughs> and this particular word can be very dangerous for Satanists. Projecting your reactions, responses, and sensibilities onto someone who is probably far less attuned than you are. What does that sound like? She, they, them. Okay, okay. That's what that sounds like. They are pushing their agenda on people who, you know, aren't affected by it. Uh, da, 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 da. It is a mistake of expecting people to give you the same consideration, courtesy, and respect that you naturally give them. They won't. Instead, Satanists must strive to apply the dictum of do unto others as they do unto you. That's fair. Yeah. It works for most of us and requires constant vigilance, lest, lest you slip into a comfortable illusion of everyone being like you. As has been said, certain utopias would be ideal in a nation of philosophers, but unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately, from a Machiavellian standpoint, we are far from that point. I agree. Um, and then there are some of us who, you know, we take our kicks and hits so that we can keep the peace until we don't have to anymore. 
Mm. Number four, self-deceit. It is in the nine satanic statements, but deserves to be repeated. Another cardinal sin. We must not pay homage to any of the sacred cows presented to us, including the roles we are expected to play ourselves. The only time self-deceit should be entered into is when it is fun <laughs> and with awareness, but then it's not self-deceit. Um, and that actually kind of goes in line with something else that I had discovered, which is that Satanists do not celebrate Halloween. Really? Yeah. That would be self-deceit. Oh, okay. Herd conformity. <laughs> All right. I'm not a good sheeple. I hate that word. Oh my God, I hate that word. Sheeple? Yes. Why? I don't know. It just annoys the fuck out of me. I think it's accurate. It, I hate it. We could go back to cows. We can call everyone cows. Mm-hmm. I think we can go back to calling everyone cows. <laughs> okay. So that's obvious from the satanic stance. It's all right to conform to a person's wishes if it ultimately benefits you. But only fools follow along with the herd, letting an impersonal entity dictate you. That's like the government. The key is to choose a master wisely instead of being enslaved by the whims of the many. Parliament. Lack of perspective. Again, this one can lead to a lot of pain for a Satanist. You must never lose sight of who and what you are and what a threat you can be by your very existence. We're making history right now, every day. Always keep the wider historical and social picture in mind. That is an important key to both lesser and greater magic. See the patterns and fit things together as you want the piece to fall into place. But do not be swayed by herd constraints. Know that you are working on another level entirely from the rest of the world. That actually kind of, that last bit kind of fits into spirituality. You know, mm -hmm. um, there there's so many different forms of it and everybody's, oh, this is right. Oh, this is right. Well, for me, I pick what's right for me. Right. You know, and I don't try to push my ideas onto anyone else, just as I would wish that no one pushed their ideas onto me. Exactly. That's not to say that an open dialogue can't happen, but, you know, at some point, you know, don't don't push it on me if, if I'm, you know, just trying to have an open dialogue, you know. Uh, let's see, number seven, forgetfulness of past orthodoxies. Be aware that this is one of the keys to brainwashing people into accepting something new and different, when in reality, it's something that was once widely accepted but is now presented in a new package. 
we are expected to rave about the genius of the creator and forget the original. This makes for a disposable society. Counterproductive pride. The first word is important. Pride is great up to the point you begin to throw out the baby with the bathwater. The rule of Satanism is if it works for you, great. When it stops working for you, then you've painted yourself into a corner and the only way out is to say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I wish we could compromise somehow. Then do it. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And then we have lack of aesthetics. This is the physical application of the balance factor. Aesthetics is important in lesser magic and should be cultivated. It is obvious that no one can collect any money off classical standards of beauty and form most of the time, they are discouraged in a consumer society. We very much are in a consumer society, but an eye for beauty, for balance, is an essential satanic tool and must be applied for greater magical effectiveness. It is not what's supposed to be pleasing, it's what is. Aesthetics is a personal thing, reflective of one's own nature, but there are universally pleasing and harmonious configurations that should not be denied. And that is straight off the website from the Church of Satan. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense to where they're saying, you know, not conforming to society and things like that, because this is their beliefs, right? Mm -hmm. I haven't found anything in there or in the rules of the um, world or anything like that that says we're horrible people. We do horrible things to other people. And we're going to make you think the same way we do. Right. However, various other religions are, this is what you have to believe. This is how you can act. This is how you can dress. And that is it. Yep. So, and heaven forbid, you do not do that because then you are shunned and have the potential to have acts of violence committed against you. Because you are not the same as they are. Whereas that last rule basically says, do whatever pleases you. So. Yep. Uh, yeah. The, the, I, I think there's a huge difference. And, you know, I, I could definitely just by the list the two lists that you just read, I could definitely see the appeal mm -hmm. of following that. Am I going to? No. <laughs> but at the same time, I can understand why people do, you know, um, especially people who are, let's say, heavily shunned by society. Yeah. Um, you know, or people who don't want to follow the normal constructs of society. Um, 
you know, the ones who don't believe in that particular higher power um, and things like that. So, yeah. Sorry, just itching my ear. <laughs> just got ear issues. Yeah. But, well, that one fell. That'll be sucked up by the vacuum. But I mean, that's what it is. It's just, I know listeners can't see, but it's just this little tiny. It's a itty patch that is smaller than a fingernail. Yes. With a little it is. metal bead on it. Yep. And that's like the acupuncture point. And I'm going to tell you, I had to take them off because they were really bothering me. And I'd hate to actually look at my ears right now because I got a feeling they're going to be very mad at me. But um, they helped like a lot. So I'm just hoping maybe these were a little, I don't know, and the next ones won't hurt so bad. It, it very well could be, you know, it's just something that you got to get used to, something your body has to get used to um, as far as actually having that patch on there, um, you know, so. So what is your recommendation? My recommendation for this week is a movie. Um, technically, it's my husband's recommendation. I'll say that. Um, it is a movie called The Devil's Reign. Um, he said he thought it came out in the 70s. Um, it has William Shatner and Ernest Borgine. Borgine. I don't freaking know. Borgine. Okay, Ernest sure. Borgine. Okay. Um, so, fun fact for this particular movie, they consulted LaVey as far as the satanic rituals. Oh, that's interesting. Now, when you brought up William Shatner pre-recording, I kind of chuckled. Okay, I have the... I'm she wouldn't sorry. tell me why. I'm sorry. If you are a fan of William Shatner, I mean, great. But... My husband's a Trekkie, so like the Star Trek Shatner. Anytime I watch a movie where there's like bad acting, I always <laughs> ask my Shatner. I always tell my husband he must have went to the William Shatner School of Acting. Or she, whoever. Yeah. That's, okay, fair. That's fair. So that's my own. And is it bad that I know exactly what you're talking about? Because it, I have also not. seen the, those Star Trek. Now, my mom watched them. I remember watching them when I was when I was little, um, with my mom. And you know, it was I. It, it never bothered me. The one thing that freaked me out. I don't know what the fuck they were. I I was little, little, little. And, but they were these things that reminded me of fried eggs. I don't know what it was. Those scared me for whatever reason. My husband could tell you what they are. I, 
don't know. You would have to because I'm not sure. Ironically, though, when you said little, little, my first thought was, okay, not the Borg. <laughs> no. Because, I mean, no. those, those people, they, yeah, they're weird. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but in fairness, they are part machine. So... <laughs> Yeah, um, Roy likes all of them. My son is the same. He watches all of them. Um, the video games, all of it. I did not do the video games. However, you were saying that you had seen these uh, movies, you know, a long time ago when you were little, little. Um, I watched them as recently as six years ago. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I've watched it since then, but I'm talking like when I watched it with my mom, I was like really young, like definitely <laughs> younger than your little guy, like young. I was little, little, little. And you'll have to ask him for me what the little freaking fur balls were. Tribbles. Yes. I love that episode. Trouble with like tribbles. Trouble. Yes, trouble with tribbles. They get in everywhere. Yep. <laughs> now, fun fact, which one is it? Um, Deep Space Nine, where okay. they kind of like go back in time and they go into like the original Star Trek and it's the Tribbles episode. I would yeah. have to ask my husband which one that one. I love that episode. But yeah, there's there's. A lot of them. I mean, I, I'm not knocking Star Trek in any way, shape, or form. Um, I will watch it with my husband. Or what'll happen is I'll start reading a book and then I start paying attention to what he's watching. And then I put the book down and just I give up pretending. <laughs> in fairness, that's how I started with it too. Rocky is having a heyday up there. I don't know what the hell he's doing, but he was making a whole lot of noise as you were talking. It should be fun. Should be fun. Whole lot of noise. Now, do you guys have like an animal control there? I would imagine there's one. Um, I actually asked one of the security guards at work because we had the pest control company coming. Um, I asked him to get me one of the cards. You know, because they would be the ones to know you know, or, or like the signs that I need to look for. Yeah. Because like, okay, there's a couple pebbles of poo up there from mice. But that's it. Nothing compared to how it used to be. Um, and I mean, in fairness, like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, the smell started. Mm, lovely. Mm-hmm. So there's something somewhere within the walls and I know it's within the walls because I've you know checked everything um and it's not the first time that one has died in one of my walls um but this is different like it is strictly staying up in the top of the closet way up at the top it's not coming down into the room I'm not seeing evidence of things being eaten. Uh, I'm not seeing poop. Nothing. Huh. 
so it's very so he's a clean little fella yeah, yeah at least for my closet <laughs> don't know where he's going at but he's gotta be going somewhere so yeah and to be honest if it is a squirrel that would make sense as to why there wouldn't be mice yeah because i don't know how long the guy's been in here Hmm. I know when I worked at a store, it wasn't a flying squirrel, it was a squirrel. And we had like an upstairs where we had like our seasonal storage and there would be a squirrel in there. And we ended up calling animal control and they let us use like a, a trap, like okay. a humane one. It mm -hmm. was just, you know, you could put something in there and once they hit a certain spot, it would close the door and then we could take it and let it out because they were squirrels. I mean, it wasn't, there was one time they got into like the actual store. Oh. I, had, I had closed and the opening manager called me because I was a closing manager and they were like, um, what, what happened in the pet aisle? I'm like, nothing everything was clean when i left i swept and mopped the area and everything last night and they were like well you have a mess to clean up when you get here i'm like um no it was clean when i left and what had happened was a squirrel got in and got into like the bird seed and the dog like i was pissed because i was made to clean it i was very upset that's not right yeah i was pissed can you hear it Mm -mm. okay i'm surprised you can't um a couple of nights ago i had done a live and i was doing the same kind of thing and the people in my live could hear it and, the, and like because i got these are like the the headset i've got is it's pretty uh like i can hear stuff let's go see if we can get a shot can i turn the camera yes i can because he's up there. I know he is. Whoops. Give me back. Closer. Can you hear it now? Oh, I can't turn on my flashlight. Damn it. <laughs> what can I use for a flashlight? We're going on an adventure. An adventure to the, ouch, to the top of the closet. No, did not drop it. Oh, and I don't hear it. Sorry, I have a step stool here. You know, it's going to jump out at me. I'm going to scream. Everyone listening is going to go deaf. Roy's going to run, run in here, wonder what the fuck's going on. I'm scared. It. See, I can hear it it's like running on that uh, green right there. It's actually a bag on a water jug keeping the water jug clean, but as you can see, it's like not chewed up or anything, but I can always hear them on that thing. 
Well, at least it's not chewing on wires and shit. Yeah, because Lord knows there's enough in there. <laughs> right. To be fair, some of them are dead wires. So I must have scared it when I dropped the iPad. <sighs> but yeah, he's a noisy little shit. Give him that. All right, so I'm going to be brave. And I'm only at the top of the closet, open even more. So I'm gonna leave it like that. I don't know how well it's gonna go, but maybe with it open like that, I can catch a better glimpse of what the hell this thing is. Maybe. Because I really believe it is not a mouse. Well, you said it's got a bushy tail. <laughs> and that that screams squirrel. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I managed to catch that is because the other day um, I was putting a trap up there and it was like by the green box and it had dropped down and then jumped up into the other side. So he thought it was Spider-Man um <laughs> and so i saw the bushy tail going up the wall ah uh, okay that was the only part i could see because it was moving so damn fast and that day i couldn't even confirm the damn color <laughs> it was just ding ding it's like what was that what so yeah so I think we we'll probably should say good night so you can keep an eye on your squirrel and I got to wash my face and all that stuff. And right, yeah. let's see what the hubby's doing. See how I can annoy him. <laughs> no abusing the husband. I, I do like, I, I don't know if I brought this up, but I got that dry erase board. Oh, and I have okay. it on the fridge and I leave them like little notes, little messages. Um, he had to get in the bathroom today when I was getting ready. And I said, how long are you going to be? He was like, oh, about a minute. And probably about, and my son was standing there and he looked at me, he was like, minutes up. And I said, time's up, pool boy. So I ended up writing that on the, <laughs> I wrote that on the dry erase board. But we'll leave little notes back and forth to each other. That's right. Um, we, we do this thing where I'll go, oh, my God, you're so handsome. And he'll, you know, so beautiful. So whatever. And we just go back and forth. And we had a whole list on this dry erase board where we just wrote notes back and forth to each other. Cute. Yeah. So he's not abused, I promise. <laughs> he's abused in a loving way. I like I heard that and I'm like, oh my god, that sounded so horrible. It did it, but we were laughing. Yeah, <laughs> but it did not come across that way when I played it back, and I'm like, oh my god, that sounded bad. So I just want to say again, it was not meant in a rude or malicious way. We were joking. So. If anyone knows Jill's husband, feel free to reach out. He'll tell you so himself. Yeah. I even asked him, like, were you mad at me? He was like, 
No. Okay. <laughs> All right. He he might give a snarky response. You know, just be like, hey, we, we heard of the abuse on the podcast. We wanted to make sure you were okay. <laughs> do, do we need to call anyone for you? <laughs> oh, yes, on that note. Yeah, again, I feel really bad. It sounded terrible. Um, so if anyone was offended by that, I'm honestly sorry. It was not meant in a horrible way. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. And with, with my um, research, it wasn't meant to be offensive to anyone. Um, just kind of more so to remind people, be open-minded. Just because one religion paints another as bad does not necessarily mean it is. Right. Find out for yourself. Make your own decision. Yeah. So um, I think next week, I don't know if I want to do um, a true crime or... I know I had touched on like some of the signs and stuff where mm. I would like to maybe go through and, and do those. So I'm going to take a couple of days to think about it and do whichever research. So either be expecting more on the signs or a true crime. Well, that reminds me actually that I need to look up the white feathers because I found a white feather two days in a row right off the porch. Nice. One is lost in the confines of my coat. Oh, and I know as it was talking about feathers and I brought up a blue jay feather. Mm -hmm. Forget you heard me say that I had a blue jay feather because apparently it is illegal oh. to, a, to possess one. Yeah, it, it's also um, illegal for eagle feathers. Unless yeah, you're not American. That I know. Mm -hmm. um, but I did not know it was illegal. So I, the one I had, I took back outside. <laughs> I was like, nope. Maybe you can just create a little pile on your ledge, on your porch of any blue jay feathers that you find this way. If anyone is to worry about it, you can be like, no, I do not own them. They are right here for the birds to take back at any time. <laughs> um, you're not even supposed to touch them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because I, I looked up, you know, blue jay feathers, like, you know, ways to use them and whatnot. And I saw that and I was like, okay, well, that's going back outside. So <laughs> it went back outside. So, yeah, I, I no longer have the blue jay feather, <laughs> if anybody is wondering. Good to know. Yeah, so on Alrighty. that note. I hope everyone has an amazing week. Don't forget, stay open-minded, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, next time I'll be able to share my tattoo. Yay. And we might actually allow you to see us. Yeah. Might. might. Yeah. Yes, we will. Once we do have a video on YouTube, we will definitely post that link in the group. And in the show notes. So, all right. That'll be great. Sounds fabulous. Until, 
Yeah. So until then, everyone have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Until next time. Creep you later. Bye.